Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. There's nothing like a fussy eater to raise your stress levels. For parents with children who only eat pasta or one type of fruit, dinner can become a source of worry and guilt. I've been one of those parents with one of those children, but I've come to see my fussy eater start to expand her taste with time, and I wish I could go back to the beginning and tell myself not to worry. Holly Harris is a lecturer in public health at the University of Queensland. She's got some very practical advice for parents of fussy eaters. Hi, Holly. How are you? Good, thank you, Siobhan. How are you? Good, thanks. It seems that a lot of parents worry about their kids' fussy eating. And I think that is completely normal to worry about a child's fussy eating. And you know what? I actually think that there's some type of evolutionary behaviour that makes parents be worried about fussy eating because, you know, they provide the food for children. They're the main source of food. Um, So I think that it's completely normal to be worried. Whether or not this, uh, you know, is warranted is another question because we know that fussy eating is a normal behaviour too. So when you say it's a normal behaviour, is it developmental? Is it something that just happens when they're toddlers? Yeah, well, the answer is both. So when, you know, back in our caveman days, when um, we were, you know, living off the land and there were hunters and gatherers and we would gather the berries and, you know, eat them, some would be poisonous. So it's really important that when kids start to learn to walk and they become more independent and they crawl around and gather their own food, that rejection of unknown foods is really important for survival. So we wouldn't be alive today if we didn't have fussy eating behaviours. Unfortunately, these are like an evolutionary hangover. So we don't need those food rejection behaviours anymore because we have a food supply, which is safe and healthy, um, but also unhealthy as well and convenient and um, and not necessarily good for our health. So it is an, actually an evolutionary behavior and it is a developmental behavior as well. So you'll probably notice that your kids probably accepted a wide variety of foods as you were introducing solids. But once they become a bit more independent and they start learning more language and they learn the word no, that's when they start asserting their independence with food. So it's another way of them, I guess, just just becoming an adult, really. It's a, dev- it's a real normal developmental stage. Which is such a relief to hear, I'm sure, for many people because yeah. you can feel like it's your fault, but yes. it's hard for it to be your fault when you try lots of different things. Yep. You have looked at this and have kind of uh, looked into the research of what's effective and what's not effective with fussy eaters. Mm. What are the least effective things to do when you're trying to get your kids to try new foods? That's a great question. We looked at um, phone calls made to the Child Health Line, which you might know as 1-3-Health. 
And what we looked at was parents who were calling up about their child's fussy eating behaviours and asking nurses for advice about how to handle their fussy eaters. One of the calls that stood out to me was a mum... God bless her, she's running around with a spoon, (laughs) trying to follow her toddler around from room to room, trying to get some food into them, Um, which obviously, you know, was counterproductive. She was at her wit's end and, you know, felt really bad about it, but didn't know any other way to do it. So I guess that really points out something that is not very effective, which is pressuring a child to eat. Another thing that parents often use is food rewards. So if you finish your plate, then you get to have dessert or you get to have your favorite uh, chocolate or chocolate ice cream or whatever it is to kind of encourage them to eat. And this can encourage children to overeat in the long run. Um, And also another thing that stood out from us from our research was that we noticed parents tended to provide foods that their child liked because they were so worried that their child wouldn't eat that they would just say, okay, if you're not going to eat dinner, I'll make you noodles or chicken nuggets. Um, Just because there was this really strong fear that I don't want my child to starve. And then there was this guilt associated with providing those foods. So a problem with providing those foods is that it limits a child's opportunity to become familiar with a variety of foods. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Holly Harris, who's a lecturer in public health at the University of Queensland. And we're talking about fussy eaters. She's already allayed my fears when it comes to what makes children fussy eaters. It could be developmental. It could also be an evolutionary hangover from when we didn't we were trying not to eat poisonous foods. And we were also just talking about, or I should say Holly was just speaking about what doesn't work, pressuring kids doesn't work, and also offering them treats. Um, both things I have done. <laughs> and when you said cooking the foods that they like, like chicken nuggets or noodles, I'm like, is she in my kitchen? What is this woman doing? Okay, so uh, now that we know that that is not helpful, um, what are the best responses when your kid says, no, I'm not going to eat that? So when you say, don't just offer them food that they'll like, is it feasible to say, okay, if you don't eat this, you just won't have dinner? A hundred percent. And I think that that is the easiest but hardest response to do for parents because there is that guilt. What if they don't eat? Well, let's find out. One meal, if they skip one meal, that's completely fine, you know, and it also teaches them the consequences of hunger. What is really important, and this is my one, well, I've got a few tips that I'm going to deliver in an acronym, which I love, called POP. So just remember to POP the next time you're faced with a child who refuses to eat. So the first thing is poker face. Make sure that you yourself keep calm and eat your own veggies. So try to role model the behavior that you want to see your kid doing at the dinner table. And I know as hard as it is, try not to show your frustration and concern in front of the children. You know, run away to the kitchen and then, you know, cry in the pantry if you must. But just be calm and eat your veggies and the children will see that. So number one, poker face. Number two is have one family, one meal. So everyone at the same table should be having 
the same foods. But it's only your job to provide a variety of foods to your family. And then the kid can decide what foods they want to eat. But the fact that they're sitting down, they're getting exposed to those variety of foods and they're seeing everyone else eat it, it's eventually something that will catch on to them. So that was O, one meal, one family. And then my very last tip is uh, practice polite meal time. So that's for my pop. So practicing polite meal times is more than just, okay, it's going to be one meal and my child will stop being a fussy eater. Um, it's going to be taking a lot of practice and a lot of experience with exposure to those different foods for a child to begin to start liking them. So you can practice polite meal times, like we were talking before about not pressuring a child to eat. Um, we often talk about children having manners at mealtimes, but maybe we need to also talk about parents having manners at mealtimes and just, you know, avoiding pressure, avoiding the bribery and um, just showing them what good mealtimes look like. I know that I said avoid bribery. Um, there is some good research to show that non-food rewards like stickers or social praise or even I have a colleague who uses Pokemon cards to um, encourage or to kind of reward their child for eating, which is actually a good alternative as opposed to food rewards. Is there an age limit on this? Because I feel like I have um, parent failed the first five, six years of my daughter's life doing all the wrong things. She's not as bad as she used to be, but is, it, is there an age limit on this? You know, if you, I mean, it'd be great if you can start this as soon as your child starts getting fussy at around two. But what if you have been bumbling through this and your child's still a fussy eater at five, six or seven? Yeah, we tend to see uh, rates of fussy eating drop off around five and six. And I I think the reason is because a lot of children are going to school by that stage and they're getting exposed to you know, different kids and what they eat and the different school environment, more social outings, and they have more experience with food. So you generally see that drop off around that age. But there can be some children who persist with fussy eating, which is very, very stressful over a long period of time. Um, and this might be something that can eventually decrease and will tail off, um, especially in adolescence. But if you are extremely concerned, if your child is not eating a whole food group, like they're not eating all vegetables or they're not eating any dairy at all, um, or if they have only a very limited amount of food in their diet, like less than 20 foods, or they're losing weight and they're faltering in their growth, that's when you need to seek extra help from a GP or your dietitian. Holly, you have um, such a unique perspective on fussy eating. I'm really glad I spoke to you. It's <laughs> given me lots of advice. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me, Siobhan. That's Holly Harris. She's a lecturer in public health at the University of Queensland.